Hi, and welcome to the Stripology Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy, experienced dancer, mindset and strategy coach, and founder of the Industry Academy. This industry completely transformed my life, and I've coached hundreds of women to do the same. Through my signature framework of sales, mindset, and confidence, I help dancers of all experience levels who are inspired to master their craft and maximize their income. In this podcast, I will share with you my personal journey and the skills I learned that helped me to lift my financial ceiling, cultivate confidence, and quadruple my income on a consistent basis. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get into it. Hi, thanks for being here. Welcome back to another episode of the Stripology Podcast. Um, I hope you're all enjoying all of the content that I'm sharing and if you want to share it with someone that you know it's going to help please do that that's what this is all about it's about getting that content out to as many people that it's going to touch and going to help them make more money and feel more confident in the strip club so today I want to talk about sales naturally and also unsurprisingly um, sales is about understanding people And recently, this statement really came to my attention, even though I'm so aware of it, but it was like really interesting to hear it be said by someone else that is completely into sales. And so I have a new civ job, which is um, all about sales. I do sales and I love it. It's going really well. And it just, it just, yeah, I really enjoy that space. And so the company um, had a, they hired another company that specialized in sales. So I was fortunate enough to sit in a 90 minute webinar all about sales. And I loved it. It was super interesting. It also helped me to give myself a little pat on the back because Pretty much all of the content was the same as what I (laughs) deliver, but I deliver what I've worked out and what I have researched for myself and tried and tested. And at the end of the day, there's just such a big overlap that it doesn't matter what industry you're in. It matters what you're bringing to the table. It matters what you're, you know, offering. Like I always say, it's what you can give, not what you can get. And so Sales is understanding people fundamentally. It is really putting yourself in the other person's shoes. And that in itself is just such a big lesson. You know, there's a huge kind of idea in the stripping world that, you know, we're beautiful, we're paid for, you know, being ourselves and absolutely that is so true and that happens you know the appreciation is there for sure however we want to refine the way that we deliver our hustle and our sales techniques to really support us in doing the best that we can when we're there not just relying on you know looks or the specialty service that we're providing 
that's all completely there. And that is all so admirable and desirable for sure. But we can do things that can tweak the customer into being inspired to really, you know, do their part, which is be a fantastic customer and spend. So we need to understand people and how they tick and how they work. And being more aware of our own unconscious mind really helps us to be more aware of other people's unconscious minds because at the end of the day, we're all just people. We're all just people in the world doing our thing and connection is so important. Connection is under everything. Understanding people's values really can help. So what is it that they're valuing? So in our hustle, it's actually a really important ingredient to look at what is this person really needing, like painting that picture. And I know I've talked about this before in so many different ways, but there's so many different ways to look at it. And we really need to put ourselves in the other person's shoes so we can really understand, you know, how we interact with them, how we can reach an agreement to get to a place where they're happy and we're happy because at the end of the day, the win-win situation is what is going to be, you know, the best. Basically, we're paid, they're happy, and it can create, you know, fantastic outcomes towards into the future, not only for us but other people and also the industry. So it is actually really, really important that we create that. So... When we're speaking to people, and this I do get into a lot in um, The Art of Persuasion, how to close this out every time, um, but we do really need to paint a picture about our customers and their experience. And so when we're really keenly listening, we can hear different pieces that give us hints around what it is that they're valuing the most. It's generally the things that they're asking about, that they're concerned about. And then, like I said in last week's episode, we need to provide reassurance and also uh, inspiration as to why it's a good idea. So one thing that is super important to remember, and this was probably the main thing that I took from my first ever investment into uh, the world of, you know, how to sell well. And that's when I invested $3,000 in one day to meet with a sales professional. And there are a lot of things that I was semi-aware of, but it's all about bringing what we're semi-aware of into our conscious mind and really understanding it and evaluating it and knowing what to do with it, you know. And so I remember he he told me about what's in it for me. So the customers always have a filter around what's in it for me. There's a few key ingredients that most people need. And I love looking at what most people need because, of course, there's always exceptions to the rule. But when we look at majority rules, uh, that can help us to make more money. Obviously, versatility is another piece when we want to cover even more extensive ranges, um, but it's really good to look at statistically the majority of the situation. So most people are looking at what's in it for me. 
So if you can picture being, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, like on the on the flip side, as a customer, what's in it for me? What am I going to get out of it? Like you've just asked me to pay $400 for an hour, $500 for an hour, $800, whatever it is in your club. What's in it for me? What am I going to get? That filter is going through. So we want to, in our sentences that we speak to these people, we want to help them to troubleshoot and understand what's in it for them in order to spend the money that is required. So what's in it for me? Understanding that everyone's an individual, everyone has different requirements, and active listening is just so important. Again, I know I'm reiterating a lot of points that I talk about, but it's so important to just get these really embodied, really refined, and something that I know for sure through all of the mentorship that I've um, you know, invested in is a lot of the time we need to hear things over and over, so I'm not shy about doing that. So really remembering that the customers are potentially curious about what's in it for me. We need to showcase that. Are we personally going to tick the boxes that they are hoping to get ticked? Now, obviously, there's boxes that want to get ticked that are never going to get ticked, but we're talking about certain people's values. So some people might value really connecting with a person. Some people might value getting really turned on and having like the most sensual, visually fucking delicious experience. Some people might value, you know, energy, energetics, uh, chemistry, you know, they might value your personality, like so many things. There's so many things that if we listen, and the important point as well is, particularly when we listen to objections, that usually is a great indication as to what they're valuing. Yeah, but I'm not going to get blah, blah, blah. Cool. Great. Instead of hearing that as a negative, we can always hear that as a positive. Amazing. I'm so glad you don't need to say this, but in your own mind, cool. I'm so glad that I found that out and that I heard that, you know, because then we can troubleshoot. We can reassure, we can let them know that, hey, your money is going to be well spent. So really looking at not just as a pressure on ourselves, like, am I going to tick these boxes? Oh, my God, I don't tick the boxes that people want with this and this and this. It's not about that. It's about putting yourself in the other person's shoes and seeing and feeling, oh, this is what's important to them. These are the boxes that they need ticked. Okay, cool. Let's work with that. You know, we have so many different elements in our personality for example, if someone's like, I don't, uh, like, I really value fun. I want fun. And you're like, oh, I'm sort of a subdued person. I'm not the most hype person out there. I can't provide fun. But it's about digging into your back pocket and looking at 
Where do I provide fun in my life? I guarantee you there's a spot in your life where you provide fun. There is that side of you that you can really connect with and go, actually, you know what? Even if I'm like the silliest person in the world or the fucking whatever it is, that's not sexy. That's your own perception. But if you feel fun when you do whatever it is that you do, that's a really good clue as to what you can bring to the table because sometimes people are not, and this example again, sometimes people aren't like, I need it to be really sexy if it's fun. They might just literally value fun, right? So it's like, cool, I'm going to laugh at fucking how stupid I can get or whatever. So that's just one example, but really looking at the other person's point of view and the things that they're valuing and potentially whatever their filter is, what's in it for me, because that is happening. That's happening. People are curious about what's in it for me. If I come up to you and I said, can I please have 50 bucks? You might wonder instantly, well, what's in it for me? It's just a thing that we do, right? So even though we're like, yeah, I'm going to give you a dance, but that might still require some more evidence of what we're going to, what they're going to get. You know, it's about what can I give? What are they going to get? It's that two-sided piece that I always bang on about. But honestly, I feel like that in itself is just such a, a, a puzzle piece that gets clicked together and the whole world opens up basically. So, yeah, being pre prepared to be versatile, realising that it's not always the way that, you know, I want to sell. It's not always going to work. The way that I'm most comfortable selling isn't always going to tick the boxes for other people. So being open to painting that picture and realising, oh, they're more interested in this side of it. Okay, how can I work with that? And then working with that. It really goes uh, a long way. So, yeah, what are their values? What are they hoping to experience? Really keeping that in the forefront of your mind in the hustle. We can do the spiel. We can think that we've said everything that someone would hope to know, but we might have missed actually what's in it specifically for them, knowing that that's the piece that sells. So in order to navigate this, and I know I've said this before as well, but I love the mantra of always reminding myself. Um, <laughs> and then I have to remind myself again, but yeah, always reminding myself, yes, it is my intention to leave the other person feeling better than when I first interacted with them. If that's my intention, if I can just doesn't matter about the sale, forget the sale. But if I can just leave this person feeling a lot better than when I first interacted with them, whether they feel more open, whether they feel more comfortable, whether they feel more giggly, whether they feel more turned on, whether they, whatever it is, if I can just leave them feeling something that's slightly better than how they first felt, that in itself is one of the best secret weapons towards sales because you might not sell right then and there but you might walk past 20 minutes later and they remember that and they grab you and then that's the easiest sell in the world they're like hey actually I've thought about it and I really like you 
That happens all the time. So without that pressure and expectation, knowing that sometimes things take time, sometimes things take persistence, sometimes we need to just plant the seed and move on and let it grow with alcohol. It's a great watering implement. <laughs> Luckily, it's in the club. So just trusting all of that takes the pressure off, knowing that, look, my intention here isn't to get $2,000 off this person. My intention is just simply to have them feeling a lot better or just better than how they felt before I interacted with them. That is your marketing. That's your logo. That's going to stick with people more than you might realize. So that's a huge mantra for me. And that helped me so much to not only get out of my own head, but to also do the job really well, to get paid really well, and to create amazing customers. So it's literally just that key. It always comes down to what can I give over what can I get? I will never say that enough. How can I leave this feeling, person feeling better than before is the same as well as what can I give this person rather than what can I get from them? That's really what everything boils down to. So this question in itself, in your own mind, is going to cut through the question of what's in it for me because we're actively trying to search for that. Well, how can I make this experience better for them? We're going to naturally discover what's going to do that for them, uniquely for them. And, you know, yeah, it's just going to cut through that question. It's going to be showcased. It's going to be understood. The defences don't need to go up. There's a genuine in, in, uh, intention there of, oh, oh, this person has my best interests at heart. It's, <laughs> that's what it's about. That in itself is such a disarming nurturing intention to approach anyone with so yeah it reduces any defensiveness it helps to establish being liked and trusted really easily and quickly and that is also a really key ingredient to sales so if we tick those boxes being liked and being trusted there's a saying and people don't want to do business with people that they don't like or that they don't trust so how do we establish that quickly? Because we're in a fast-paced sales environment. It's by having the intention that we want to give to the situation. We want to improve their experience. It's not about us. It's about them. That really helps to be liked and trusted very quickly. And again, this is people can get funny about this, being like, oh, it's uh, manipulative. It's uh, This is not, you know, uh, genuine but actually really high-class sales is about giving. It is actually about open, opening up an extra level of care and compassion for the other person. So even if people, you know, want to improve their sales and feel a bit icky about it, like, oh, you know, I'm not going to be genuine then, it's like focus on opening up part of you that wants to connect with the person, see the best in the person and actually genuinely want to improve the experience, knowing that when you improve the experience for them, everything's a two-way street. It's also going to improve the experience for you. So instead of needing to be guarded, which is naturally going to spark that in the other person and then they're going to feel guarded, it's like start the ball rolling first. 
And so I really don't view sales as manipulative. I view it as inspiring and I view it as being caring and compassionate and willing to create a situation for someone else where they can really enjoy themselves. And that, in my books, is not manipulative at all. It's actually really going above and beyond the description of what we need to do. But that's the way that, you know, it really helps us to not only enjoy our experience, create fantastic customers and get paid more. Like I always bang on about, it's a win-win. When manipulation is actually in my books where we don't use good sales techniques and we dip into, you know, getting really emotional or all of the things that can happen when we're not feeling in control and we're not connecting with the person. But when we're connecting with the person and we have those intentions at heart, then it's actually just inspiring and um, it just brings that extra level of, you know, customer service, customer care. And so knowing that's always a two-way street, it's not only about our experience, it's about theirs as well. We can always so easily discount that and just think about our experience. But when we're doing that, when we're stuck in that, we can then recognize that we're not focusing on the other person, you know? So that's a really good indication um, when we can sort of check in with ourselves and go, hang on a second. Am I thinking about my experience or am I thinking about theirs? So, yeah, that's uh, one man, those two mantras. So, yeah, allowing them to have a better experience than when they first met you and also what can I give, not what can I get. Um, so I'm just reading my notes. They're so distracting. That's why I like to freestyle, but I've just got a few notes here. Um, so, yeah, how, having the intention of how can I help to create an experience that will leave this person feeling, yeah, I just said that like 10 times <laughs> before we interacted. Um, yeah, over, so how does this feel for you? Like if I approached you and I was like, I my intention and you could most likely feel it because it changes the way that we hold ourselves. It changes the questions that we ask. It changes our confidence level. It changes basically everything. It's always picked up. So if my intention when approaching you is like, how can I leave you feeling better than before I interacted with you? How does that feel different to my intention being, I really want to make $2,000 off this person? How can I achieve that? Right then and there, it just feels so different. It even feels different saying it. Like it's just even feeling that feels so different. So yeah, the intention alone will be noticed and it, yeah, body language, different questions, overall different outcomes. And a huge different outcome is your income. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to learn more about this, I get into all of these topics plus more sales processes in my upcoming mini course, which is um, Art of Persuasion, How to Close Your Sale Every Time 2.0. So I have run this before. It was hugely successful, amazing, amazing feedback. It was super duper fun as well. Um, so I've mentioned it on this podcast before. It's really uh, affordable as well. You get to keep all of the content. If you can't make the actual time, um, it's recorded and you get sent uh, the recording. 
Also, there is content as well that you'll be sent as well as a workbook, basically. So I don't do things in halves. This is a topic that I really want to offer out to you guys. I really hope that you feel confident in your sales, that you enjoy your sales, that you make really good sales. And so this is just a little snippet into that world. Um, yeah, so stay tuned. Check out my Instagram, stropology underscore study of the hustle to find out more information. Emails will be sent out as well. If you want to jump on the email list, send me an inquiry. It's in my link tree. Um, yeah, and I would absolutely love to hear from you guys. Please share this with anyone that you feel it will be beneficial for. And I will see you soon. Have a fantastic week.